you know, as soon as the pad dropped, I was like, I'm gonna be in the fitting room. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. This is the Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fitting Room Podcast. I am AJ Volpel alongside Nate Adelman. We are here in Carlsbad, California, like we normally are. Um, I was going to say always, but sometimes we're on the road, right, Nate? I we mean, have the ability to do the podcast from anywhere. We are. But today we're united because no. it's an exciting day. Today is an amazing day. It's a very busy day. We've been running around all day long. Uh, we've recorded, I think, three fitting room podcasts today um and we're actually getting ready for a live show on sirius xm radio which we also do from time to time also which is pretty cool fridays at five o'clock western pacific yeah and i think that is eight o'clock uh on the east coast oh hey, my math oh, is oh western time <laughs> my, my math for the eastern versus the western no uh it's a callaway happy hour fridays afternoon yeah, sirius xm channel 208 yeah so we've been uh, a lot of fitting room action going on um but we just finished literally um like he i could still see him from where i'm sitting in the studio uh we just finished a podcast with sergio garcia um you might remember him from such major victories as the 2017 masters i mean let's get real aj i think for all the guests we've had on the show uh this has got to be at the top 100 percent, and you know why because i've heard so many rumors about the way he sets his equipment up that i don't know if anything is yeah. true so, so the whole thing is kind of going to be like when, a factor fiction when i found episode. out that we signed sergio garcia I was in the ear of every single person in charge of photo shoots, media opportunities, producers, that we needed to get Sergio into the fitting room because I have seen his clubs being built before. Oh, there you go. And it's unconventional. And uh, he's got he very heavy clubs. Mm -hmm. He's got very, very heavily counterbalanced clubs all the way through the bag from the woods to the putters, every club in between. And so it's a unique setup for a guy who strikes the ball as cleanly as he does uh, and has a setup like that you know that he's particular about his equipment and I really am interested in picking his brain and getting to the bottom of that. So, yeah. okay. So we obviously have a lot to get to Nate, but just before we get to that, I have to give a quick plug Chrome soft, as you know, now in stores, um, new and improved graphene graphene makes the inner core bigger, uh, unbelievable and technology. Next week we'll be doing a finger room specifically about graphene and new Chrome soft. Yes. So keep your eyes out for that in the next couple of weeks. Yes. And we launched a content piece that, um, you know, you guys have definitely heard us talk about, uh, some video pieces and other kind of graphics that we've done on this show that we've plugged before, but this Nate, um, I know that, that you've seen it. Uh, a lot of people have seen it already. It is the flow motion video of actual making the Chrome soft golf ball. So we worked with a cinematographer who took 22,000 photos and he put them all together to illustrate how Chrome soft golf balls are made in our Chicopee, Massachusetts facility. It's it looks like a video and we're literally so smooth and but it's 22,000 photos and we're literally talking about from raw rubber. Yeah, from raw rubber and powders and synthetic compounds taking that to a finished golf ball. Super cool. Yeah, and it's like a minute 30 second video. So it's really short. So just go to callawaygolf.com slash chromesoft 18 and that video lives right on that page and then share it with 
all your friends and every golfer that you know because it's legit the coolest video I think um, I've ever been a part of. So graphene, uh, gra yeah, I mean graphene, graphene. <laughs> everything. It's uh, it's amazing. So it's a flow motion video. So check that out. Um, but hey, listen, I'm freaking pumped to share this interview with Sergio. Um, so let's do it right now. Adam Hadwin here, and I'm going to interrupt this program for a very important message. If you like podcasts like the one you're listening to now, I encourage you to listen to the Pirate Ship Show. Little known fact, I listened to the Ship Show right before I shot my 59, and also right before my first PJ Tour victory. Honestly, I did. Download the Ship Show wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's join AJ and Nate for more great fitting advice. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, in our podcast studio right here in Carlsbad, I'm super excited to welcome Sergio Garcia, the uh, 2017 Masters champion, uh, Ryder Cup legend. I mean, we're just so happy to have you, Sergio. So Thank thanks you, for AJ. popping in the uh, fitting room. Thank you, boys. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Like right off the bat, when you're fitting into new clubs, like what's kind of the initial things that you look for? Yeah, well, AJ, I mean, you can you can probably talk to uh, Dean Takehold. Yeah. Uh, that's the guy we work with most, but uh, he'll tell you I'm, I'm much uh pretty much a, a feel kind of player obviously we want the numbers to look as good as possible but uh but like for example i remember when we did the testing with the rogue uh dean was like uh yeah it looks good i would love the spin numbers to go down a little bit but we tried uh, we tried two two other different uh rogue drivers with a little bit less loft and mm -hmm. and, I, and i kept hitting everything right and i was like you know, Dean, you know, this one feels really good. Yeah. I know it might look like it's spin a little bit too much, but, uh, or on the high side, but, uh, but it feels great. And I, I took it out and I played it in, in Singapore and I played it in, in Dubai and I've been playing it and, and it feels great. You know, I can turn it right to left. I can turn it, uh, left to right. I can hit it high, I can hit it low. So it's, um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, for me, one of the most important things is that it looks good. Mm hmm then if it feels good it's you know it's good to go right it could go right in your bag yeah right that must be nice where you pick up a club and you, it doesn't matter about like the forgiveness or anything you just know you're gonna hit it in the middle so you just look <laughs> what looks good what feels good right. i'll play well with I this know. no yeah. problem how much do you, when you work with those guys how much do you uh, trust them on the number side and telling you like distance dispersion uh, versus trusting your own eyes and and just the feel aspect of it. Well, I think it's a combination. Uh, I think it's a uh, it's all you know. You can mix it back and forth in a, in the right way, in the right amounts, and and uh, obviously it is important, like I said, to to get the right numbers. And you know, my feel is not going to be too far off the right numbers that uh, that they they want to they want to see. Obviously. Um, you know, I, I've always worked the ball, so I like to maybe have a tiny bit more spin so I can do that. You know, if, if, uh, if the spin rate gets a little bit too low for me, then I feel like, you know, I'm, I struggle to, to, to move the ball around as, mm -hmm. uh, as easily, but, uh, you know, it's just a matter of really knowing what, what works best and, and, and then just, uh, you know. The, the most important thing is for me to be on the course and be comfortable with right. it. And if I'm comfortable with it, then I'm usually going to hit it uh, better. Now, as you're traveling throughout the year across the world, playing on both tours, uh, courses, different conditions, do you ever adjust your setup for grass type, weather, 
firmness of a golf course or you got your set and you adjust mm, your your no, swing not really uh i mean it kind of depends if you go to the breeze open i might put a like a like a two iron or or like a i don't know like a rogue two iron or an epic two iron something mm -hmm. like that like a driving some sort of a driving iron yeah but uh but i like to keep my i like to keep my set the way it is you know i really i really enjoy my five wood uh and you know i can i can hit it fairly low so even even in the wind i can still get good yardage uh into the wind um and then more than more than anything like you know if you go into a u.s open or or a breeze open where you know most likely the greens are going to be fairly firm if, if mm. the if the weather is good then you you'll put a brand new wet brand new set of wedges uh mm. like maybe a week before a couple weeks before to to make sure that you can get as, as much spin as possible. Yeah, because I I we talk I talk with Roger Cleveland a lot, and he says that um, when he goes to Augusta, some of the guys either he does a little bit of grinding, adjusting the bounce just for the the turf over there, and any, anything. Have you ever done anything like specific for Augusta or anything like that? No, not really. Yeah. Um, I think that at the end of the day, every player is different. But for me, I don't like to change. Like like I said earlier, because yeah. I'm so much of a field player, I don't like mm. to change the feel uh, of the clubs too much from week on week out. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it, I think that for me, if I if I tinker too much with those things, uh, it can bring doubts in my head. It can it can uh, you know if if I hit a couple of chips and they come out the way I'm not expecting them to come out. Right then uh then i'm, I'm gonna start doubting and, and then you know it can kind of snowball into yeah. the whole week kind of being a right. little bit yeah a you're like bit yeah weird. why the hell why the hell did i change this yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like, i've been yeah. playing so good you're like why would i even bother changing sure. it right yeah, yeah so that makes sense speaking of tinkering uh are you one to change your own grips met, met, do any maintenance on your clubs or you, you trust the guys on the truck for that <laughs> <laughs> i i fully trust the guys on the truck but uh but i do like to do it uh i do uh I uh, I haven't I haven't had to do it with uh, with these new wedges, but I, I used to grind my wedges uh, when I was with my with my old company, uh, and uh, I you know I've changed plenty of putter grips and uh, some uh, some driver grips and iron grips and stuff like that. I I was born I, I was brought up uh, back in Spain at our home course. I was brought up with my dad teaching me how to change grips and mm. stuff like that. So I've done it my whole life. So I, I kind of enjoy it uh, once in a while, but I'd rather have the guys do it uh, because they they do a great job on on the on the track. But uh, you know, if if I'm away for two or three weeks and you know I see that uh, the the grip on my driver is kind of wearing off and uh, it's it's starting to uh, feel a little bit weird, then I I will you know go ahead and change it myself. Yeah, and and. You, you you quickly referenced uh, your the the former company you're with um, I'm just curious because we talked to a lot of pros um, and a lot of pros that switch companies some some adjust very quickly to the new equipment some it takes a little bit longer did you feel like um, you adjusted you, you you thought you adjusted well to the new sticks or did or you kind of still adjusting or it's still taking time or what was that kind of transition like? No, uh, for me it was very easy. Uh, I uh, and I I talked to uh, Dean and, and Chip and Team yep. when uh, when we we're starting to work and and I told them you know I've, I'm usually I've always been 
the first or one of the first guys to switch to the new equipment uh, mm -hmm. in, in the past. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't expecting, you know, I thought that uh, the biggest change for me will be the golf ball. Yeah. And uh, we managed to find a, a golf ball that, that feels amazing for me. So uh, that was the only thing that, that I was like, you know, hopefully, you know, I can get used to it and it can it can get fitted to me, uh, yeah. you know, fairly quickly. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was that was great, and uh, the, the the clubs, you know, yeah. straight away. I mean, the next I week. Love it. <laughs> I mean, last even last year uh, when I played the last three tournaments of the year um, uh, with. Uh, oh, the wedges. With, with the well, with the wedges and oh. with the clubs, with the with the epic driver oh, yeah. and stuff like that, and the the three woods and stuff. I mean, I finished. I almost won in Dubai uh, straight away. And then this year, first tournament of the year with with all the new equipment, you know, we right. got the W. I guess that, I guess, that was, I guess that was kind of a crazy question. Yeah, <laughs> is that good? Hey, yeah. did they take you long to just well, you know, I put them to play <laughs> in Singapore and I kind of won. <laughs> you know, like all right, yeah. So I guess that was a quick adjustment. Was there <laughs> yeah. any club in particular that surprised you that was like, oh wow, this is better than I expected? Well, I love the driver. Uh, I think the driver is amazing. I do have to say, uh, comparing it to I mean, there's, I've been, it's been a, a, I wouldn't say a surprise because I knew then when we, when we signed with Callaway and we were coming here, I knew we were signing with a great company uh, mm -hmm. and, and I was very, very confident uh, of everything they could bring to me. But uh, to me, obviously the driver is amazing. The three wood and five wood, I think this year are off the charts. Mm. I think they're, they're miles better i mean not not that the epics weren't good but yeah they're they're feel so much better than than last year's and and uh obviously the putter is great but mm -hmm. uh, the wedges it's is one of the things that uh, i've enjoyed the most nice um i want to kind of talk about the three wood um different golfers use three woods for different reasons some like it off the team a majority some par fives what do you what, what do you use the three wood for most? I, it's a three plus wood, I think. Too, yes. So it's a strong three wood. What do you use it for most? Uh, mostly, mostly of the fairway uh, yeah. for par fives and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I love hitting my driver of the tee. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, if the driver doesn't fit, mm -hmm. then I'll then I would hit a three wood or, yeah. or whatever feels uh, whatever I need to. Mm -hmm. But uh, but mostly of the deck, uh, and uh, you know, and it's it's been it's been great. And but uh, you know, the five wood. I struggled a little bit with uh, with the epic yesterday uh, last year at the yep. end at the end of the year, but this one you know I'm getting a totally different flight. You know it's much more consistent, much more uh, uh, solid and yeah. powerful flight than than I was getting there. So uh, I'm really I'm really excited with nice. that. Nice, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So Sergio, when I was carrying your bag into the room, I noticed that <laughs> is your good. caddy Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> because the bag was very heavy and and I noticed the all of your clubs are pretty heavy. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about your your thought process and your approach to the weight in your clubs? Well, I do have to say that uh, you're probably carrying the bag with uh, a little bit of extra stuff in it. <laughs> okay. uh, right, there's like 20 <laughs> clubs in there right I was now. Say, you're no, you're no, it's, it's you got 14, but uh, but I do have a couple extra things in the in the zippers and stuff that usually don't don't make it out to the course but uh, sorry about that hopefully no no <laughs> hopefully he's, didn't okay. hurt he's got a hernia now <laughs> poor guy i'm okay but i was gonna be like man that caddy if there's something we can send him you know protein shakes <laughs> right something after every yeah, round all jacked up man. yeah i tell you i tell you what they're i mean the caddies i mean they get paid well and stuff but their, their job it's it's harder than it looks i mean to carry oh, yeah. to carry our golf bags for you know for 18 holes 
five six days a week right. uh it's it's not that easy no. so they have to be they have to be fairly fit and um you know do a good job but uh yeah like we were talking about uh i mean i i have uh, all my clubs are counterbalanced uh so they have uh, they have a little a little you know a little weight on the on the under, under the grip yep. yeah on the top of the of the shaft um and it's uh it's just a personal feel for me uh, like we were talking about earlier you know i'm much of a field player and the way my swing is with the lag and everything i felt like as i around 2005 2006 2007 when i started getting a little bit bigger a little bit stronger i felt like uh you know i was and to lose sometimes i would lose the club the club head behind me a little bit because of my lag and um you know i thought well what what can we do to make the club still be fairly heavy because i need it because if not i get too much spin but a little bit more um level uh when it comes down to feel on 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 the weight so uh we put those counterbalance weights uh on the on the top of just under the grip and uh you know it, it just kind of uh equals the, the the weight of the club throughout it mm -hmm. so it's funny because my clubs are quite heavy but then when you put them to measure the the swing weight they're, they're like c right i don't know that's, c8 or that's c crazy. So, yeah, so, that's so so so, so, the, so the swing weight is light right yeah because of the counterbalance but they're right. actually a heavy club right. right so when you build them do you build them to a particular swing weight and then counterbalance it or you just have an end target or you don't even worry much about the swing weight. You just no. Yeah, we usually. Um, I think we usually build them to. I think it's like a D two, mm -hmm. and then we put the the counterbalance, and I think it comes down to like a C five or something like that. I don't yeah. know. So it's it's. Uh, and is it's it funny. The, is it the same amount of weight throughout the entire set, or does it yeah. vary? So yeah. the woods, even the woods. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty similar. Yeah. Because I've talked to uh, I've talked to guys who have. Um, uh, we know some guys at the at the old company and like swinging your driver and they're like yeah it's like swinging like uh, like a battle axe <laughs> I'm yeah. like that's insane because like what's like an 80 gram shaft on there or yeah like, I used to yeah, sure. yeah I used to have I used to have a hundred hundred right that's what I heard that's shaft, rumors yeah. were swirling the rumors were right yeah. <laughs> it was a hundred grams that's what the people yeah. around town in <laughs> Carlsbad yeah. the dry range were talking about yes yeah, yeah. exactly it was a hundred a hundred and three grams uh Jeez. I used to play yeah I used to play with uh with a steel shaft for the same reason like yeah. i was telling you because of my swing because of the speed and the lag and everything yeah if if he gets if he gets too head heavy mm -hmm. uh i uh, and the shaft is too light my ball it just spins a lot and and mm -hmm. everything kind of spins to the right so um so then uh when when they started talking to me saying well let's see if we can get you into a graphite shaft because you know it'll be better for you and stuff like that yeah I was like, okay, that's fine, but but I need something heavy, you know. I think I need something because if not, everything spins. So yeah. So what they did is they made me. It was actually a graphite shaft that had two shafts in it, so it was like two fifty or two fifty wow. gram shafts, like double barrel. I've yeah. never heard of that. Wow, kind of, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, to make it to make it like yeah, like a hundred grams, and then uh, when we put the weights, the counterwall and weights on it, obviously we took a little bit of uh weight of the shaft uh instead of being 100 it now it's like 80 mm -hmm. uh and and we have i think we have a uh i think it's a 30 30 gram 
counterbalance weight on it. Mm. I'll tell you what, you're making Nate very excited right now. <laughs> when you, hey, this when you is said new things when to you try. said double chef Sergio, yeah. his eyes lit up. Yeah, it's like, so this is try music. That. You don't understand, Sergio. This is music to Nate's ears right here. <laughs> I don't th- I don't swing it quite as hard <laughs> no. as you and I I need more spin, not less spin. So we might have different things to yeah. address, but might as well try. Why no, not? that's <laughs> pretty not? good. Now how about the putter? Do you counterbalance at least here at, at, at Callaway we have all of our tank putters which counterbalance has been huge in the putters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do that in the putter as well? Yes, yes, I do. Um, we usually have uh, uh, 50 gram weight uh, on the on the shaft of the of the putter, uh, and you know, obviously work with with Sean Tulin uh, with it, and he he made me this beautiful azalea putter uh, mm-hmm. that we came out with, uh, and um, you know, first week on the yeah. back uh, <laughs> Singapore so I feel like there's nicely. a lot of wins in that so, putter yeah alright so question um, we have a we have a couple questions here from the Cali community which is our online forum they ask us mm-hmm. questions and we always answer them um, but um, uh, one of the questions was you know you had success with the the, the other Toulon putter that you were using I think it was the Atlanta, Atlanta putter yeah. um, why the switch well um, it, it's it's a funny story I mean I was I was um yeah, I was fairly happy with with Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, it felt it felt quite nice, mm-hmm. but uh, just uh, fiddling around uh, at uh, my my in laws' ranch, mm-hmm. he he has a little putting a little uh, like uh, putting green uh, astroturf yeah. putting green, yep. and uh, he has a whole bunch of putters there. Nice. And and <laughs> we were it was actually at my wedding uh, <laughs> before before the ceremony and everything, we were. I was putting there with uh, with my groomsmen and uh, and we all grabbed a different putter and 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 I grabbed a uh, what was an old pink sing two oh, yeah, putter right. and and I started putting with him and I was like this 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 feels really good <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah but we were messing around yeah, so right. uh, it feels pretty good okay I put it back you know like a couple months later we came back to the ranch and I grabbed it again I hit some more putts I was this 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 thing still feels very good <laughs> so uh but i you know i was i was like ah don't worry about it and uh and then again uh, towards the end of last year i did it again and, and and it kept feeling good and and i you know put a new grip because the grip was almost rotten because it was so old the butter yeah. and stuff <laughs> um and i and i patted with it and and it felt really good and i, and I talked to sean i said well i mean you know i, I just you know, I was messing around and with this with this putter, and mm-hmm. and it feels feels really good. Can yeah. we can we do something similar to it? Yep. And uh, with obviously with your touch on it and stuff. And and he was like, yeah, for sure. And he was unbelievable. I mean, he right that thing happened quick, right? Yeah, he <laughs> he drew it. I mean, we're we're talking on the phone for for like a week, and he drew it. He had everything. He had it all measured and stuff. And I think probably I want to say within I want to say probably within. Seven days. Jeez. Yeah, I think I think I told I think I talked to him just before Christmas. Yeah, and uh, no, just after Christmas. <laughs> I think like on the twenty sixth or twenty seventh of uh, of um, December. Oh my gosh. And I think and I had my I had my azalea Potter. Uh, I think it was uh, like on the twelfth. You know, yeah. Right yeah. Ago, yeah. The funny part about <laughs> that is the. Uh, the Callaway was shut down between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So he pulled some magic to <laughs> make get that done because no that one was, was here. Or that's maybe some, some that's some customer service yeah, right there, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love that. I love yeah. the name of it. Obviously, it yeah. rings true uh for you and it, it means a lot to you. Yeah. Um 
I, I've always been kind of curious about, um, kind of backtracking a little bit, um, just a, about uh, your game growing up and your equipment growing up. Um, like coming through the amateur ranks and stuff like that, were, was it like one set of clubs that you've had or did you change a lot? Or like was it that one that fit you good or was it or was it kind of... Uh, I mean, I had uh, obviously had a couple different ones. Uh, I remember I had... Uh, I had MP29s, yep. uh, then, uh, uh, but that was just before I turned pro. Yeah. Uh, so what age was, did you turn pro at again? Uh, in 99, I was 19. 19, yeah. Yeah, so probably when I was 18 and stuff, I started playing the, the Mizuno's MP29s. Before mm -hmm. that, I was playing Cobras. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, when we turned pro, we we signed with Tylus. Yep, that's right. Uh, and then 2002, we, we switched... Uh, we switched to Telemade and, mm -hmm. and now obviously with hey, uh, with Kalo. AJ, you know yeah. what they say, right? What do they say? Save the best for last. That's right, yep. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <That's> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, I love it. Yeah, hope, just, hope. I just I've been getting better and right. better. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, right? Exactly. You've been, you've been like, graduating. Yeah. There you go. There exactly. you go. <laughs> yeah, now you got the real big boy clubs. <laughs> there you go. Uh, love that. We, the one part of your bag we have not talked about is the golf ball. Mm -hmm. So oh, right. that's a huge adjustment because you know you use it on every shot. Uh, it has to do a lot of different things. So walk us through the process of switching from your old golf ball to the new golf ball. Yeah, um, it was uh, like I said. I think we briefly mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was uh, it was fun to to work with uh, with Dean and Rocca, and you know we worked on. They brought me a couple different balls uh, at the end of last year, and uh, there was one that that felt the best, uh, and and I asked them to kind of tinker it a little bit to uh, to give me just a couple couple more things around the greens that that i that i wanted to see and and uh and with with the flight on uh like with the wind and stuff like that mm -hmm. so um so they they worked on it and uh they brought it to me uh it's called the uh, chrome plus plus soft x yep uh so they brought it to me just at the end of last year uh like mid-december uh and it was it was great because we were we were back in austin and uh and i went and practiced with it and uh i think it was like second day i practiced with it i played by myself and 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 it was it was a perfect practice day because it was probably 15 20 mile an hour win so yeah. a decent win um and and i was excited to to see how the ball will react uh, because the the ball I played, uh, the Callaway ball I played at the end of last year and those last three tournaments, it was it was nice. But I could see that in the wind, wasn't quite traveling as, as well as as the one I played before. Um, and I I played with it, <clears throat> and I was I was expecting you know I don't know let's see, you know how how it flies and everything, and it was unbelievable. I finished the round. I, I don't I'm not sure I even finished the round. Hmm. I think during the middle of the round I sent Dean a text. <laughs> And I said, Dean, I mean, I'm playing here on like 20 mile an hour winds with a new ball. It feels awesome. It's flying unbelievable through the wind. <clears throat> I'm hitting it through the wind even farther than 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 my old one. Uh, you know, around the greens, it's it's much better than the one I used to play because it spins a lot more. So I have more more shots around the greens, and, and I was like, I love it. You oh, know, man. it's it's great and. You know, play with it, and 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 it's been great. And and even my caddy, that obviously he was a little bit, you know, he didn't know what to expect with right. changing like the new clubs and stuff. 
it was fine but he was a little bit more like hesitant about the ball and stuff uh you know even talking to him he was like you know i love it i think you know it's it's even better than before so you know he was really really happy too that's so, great so aj i did a little homework oh the chrome plus plus soft x yes is actually very 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 close to the chrome soft x that's at retail mm -hmm. uh starting today right yeah yeah uh it just has a, a softer cover and that is particular for the feel and the spin that you prefer yeah so the actual performance through the wind a lot of the stuff you've mentioned is the exact same as the as the standard chrome soft x version yeah. so consumers can expect to see that uh a nice little perk of of being sergio garcia's you get your own golf ball, which is nice. AJ yeah. does not have his own I golf ball. I do not ball. have my own golf ball yet. I'm yet. I ask, I ask them, all the ball team, they're a great team yeah. over there. I try to be buddy-buddy with them. They still say no. So but one day. But one, one, one day, day, maybe. You know, they're both, they're, they're both great. So yeah. you, uh, I think you're in good hands. That's yeah. so they are. That's true. Um, I wanna, I'm looking at your, your irons now, and uh, me and uh, you and I have something in common, Sergio, is that we both – play muscle back irons uh the new apex <laughs> muscle back so yeah. that's, that's one thing we have in that's, common that's besides, where it stops besides that's, looking that's alike well no so yours there'll be a little like a dime mark where you make contact in the middle his will have scratches all over the whole thing well, <laughs> so that that's actually better he uses the club better than i do he right uses exactly more I the use the whole club. he's the whole exactly. club. the whole that's face true. That's true. I, use, I get my money's worth there baby you, you know what i mean the thin soles also help with landscaping because he takes a lot of grass right yeah. every well, time some, so. some superintendents don't appreciate that yeah you know? um, but i know you like a clean classic look um is that accurate to say with those yeah. with those clubs yes definitely yeah. um when when they show me the the apex mbs uh i really love them yeah. i i haven't i mean i played i played muscle bikes uh for quite a while then probably the last I would say the last four or five years, uh, I went a little bit more cavity back uh, yeah. with uh, with my old company, but uh, but when they showed it to me, I was like, you know, they look they look unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I hit them a little bit. They felt they felt really really good. Um, I just went to the Apex Pros uh, on three and four three iron, and four. which yeah. uh, makes makes a difference because they're they're so easy to hit. Uh, but uh, but the other clubs they feel they yeah. feel great. See, hey, see Nate, hey, who plays carry AJ back? AJ still Nate, goes to two iron in the muscle back. So he's I mean he's a ball striker. You know? he's a ball striker. I actually just took that one out yeah, of the okay. bag yeah. and I actually replaced it with uh, oh no I replaced it with Epic Pro. I like the Epic Pro long irons. Things okay. are like rocket launchers. They're yeah. crazy. I try that one. That <laughs> yeah. thing goes. Oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> so long, it's uncontrollable. <laughs> it is. That's what it's, it's unbelievable. Right. I know why I would need it, but like, yeah. you know, Sergio, I don't, you know, I don't know if it would necessarily yeah, but, benefit. No, you know? but but uh, for example, that's what we were talking about earlier. Like for, you know, for like a breeze Open or a U.S. Open that it's playing really firm and mm -hmm. you know, and you want to hit some irons of the tees. Uh, mm -hmm. A bit more irons of tees than than that that kind of club. I have it, and and right. it will work. It will yeah. work fine. All right. So I actually have a question that you might not be able to answer because it doesn't necessarily um, like relate to you. But um, so some I I hear that like um, some tour pros like they won't like uh, they won't switch woods or or fairway woods specifically because sometimes they're too long. I remember um, I was talking to Henrik about this, um, and he was saying. Um, we were, we're asking about like the, the new product. Cause you know, he's had that, that three wood in his bag forever. Yeah. And he's like, 
it's just too long. Like, it's just too long. And I didn't get a chance to follow up that question with, like, well, what do you mean it's too long? Well, like, he how, hits could a, how could a club, like, ever be is – is it because of the gapping? Well, he hits his three-wood already. That's an eight-year-old three-wood. He already hits 300 yards. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, but it, so it's a gapping thing. It's like, yeah. why, why hit that one? That's what my driver goes – Otherwise, my three would be kind of like rendered useless almost. Well, yeah, I think it's I think it's mainly uh, like you're saying it's for the gaps you have in between clubs. Yeah. So obviously it's it's great. Yeah, I mean you have a three wood that you hit it. Let's say you hit it 285 in the air and you're hitting your driver 300. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, and 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 you you're hitting your five wood. Uh, let's say 250. Yeah. So. You know that three would probably almost goes too far yeah. because then you have a big gap in between there. That if you right. have, if you have two sixty five, mm -hmm. it's like a really dinky <laughs> big cut with a three wood, yeah. and you can't get there with a five wood. So, you know sometimes you rather go back down a little bit and, you know hit hit your three wood a little bit shorter, uh, hit it maybe two seventy or something like that. But then the gap in between the clubs is it's better. And you know, yeah. If if your three wood it's so close to the driver, then you know it's like you have you're yeah. using two two clubs for the same that's, distance. That's tour player problems. Yeah, I was, yeah, right, right. Not amateur golfer problems. No. So no. Um, on that, what are what are your what are like your your carry distances with your with your woods like uh, your with your driver three wood five? Yeah. Wood? Well, my driver uh, with my rogue driver, uh, I carry around 300, 305 mm. yards on nice. average. Uh, then, uh, the three wood, I'm probably hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, uh, around, I would say 275. Uh, and then the five wood, it's probably around 255, 260 maybe. Uh, so, you know, it, it is, you know, if, if I, if I hit my three wood 295, then you know the, that gap in between the five wood and the three wood yeah. would, be, would be too much right to, it wouldn't make to, sense yeah mm -hmm. and then you'll have some shots going into par fives where you don't really have a club to uh to to hit mm -hmm. uh, like with with a normal with a fairly normal swing I right no no that makes sense absolutely yeah were you gonna follow up nate oh no okay <laughs> nate's just over there like oh wow like three two seventy five well, three wood <laughs> so i i do have uh one one question um a last question for you uh when you when you won the masters this, this past year i imagine there was uh there was a lot of media you know media that you, ha you obligations some you might have been excited for some you might not have <laughs> uh where did the fitting room stack up like that moment you made the putt on 18 <laughs> where did the fitting room stack up in in, in your level of excitement you know funny enough that you asked me you know as soon as the putt dropped i was like I'm going to be in the fitting room. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. That is yes. the ultimate soundbite right what there I like. forever. That's, that's the perfect That's going to live forever, Sergio. Perfect. Thank you. That, that's so <laughs> Thank good. Thank you. I'll sleep well tonight. <laughs> that is, that's amazing. Um, uh, Sergio, I want to kind of run through uh, one or two quick questions from the community. Yeah. Um, you actually answered this one earlier today, but since uh, not everybody works for Callaway, they didn't hear it. Yeah, um, so um, congratulations, Sergio, on winning your first major last year. Um, amazing achievement. What major, if any, do you feel fits your game specifically to this year? Um, yeah, so I'll let you. Yeah, I've that. always I've always felt like um, probably the 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 U.S. Open and the British Open yeah. uh, quite fit me quite well. 
because I usually drive the ball fairly well. My long game, it's you know, it's usually good, and they they usually they usually tough mm. tough uh, majors. Excuse me, they're usually tough majors. So um, you know, I can I can uh, do most of my work with my with my long game. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I obviously enjoy them all. Uh, you you almost won all of them like several times. Yeah. I mean, like you you been, you have the obviously the game yeah, for all of them. You know? Yeah, I've been close in in several of them. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, obviously the British Open would be would be amazing. Shinnecock yeah. uh, Hills for the U.S. Open is Come on, great. Long Island, baby, stand up. Let's go. Are you, are you, are you from New York? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I didn't know that. Really? That's gonna be amazing. Really? How did you play there in '04? Uh, I think I, I played okay, but yeah. uh, it was gnarly it out was there. Tough. <laughs> it was it crazy. Was tough. Yeah, but, that like kind of uh, changed the whole rules with like U.S. Open setups, pretty yeah. much. You know, remember that? Yeah, yeah that was. Remember crazy. the seventh <laughs> hole? It was almost impossible to. Yeah. I mean, it was just a seven iron uh, par three, and yep. it was almost impossible to hit the green. They were like watering the greens in between all the groups and stuff. Dude, <laughs> yeah. that was like it was literally like you would just like putt the ball like an inch and would like literally roll like 30 yards away from the green. It was crazy. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. But no, that's fun. But, I, can't, yeah, I can't wait for that It's a good golf one. course. Yeah. But I, 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 I love Carnoustie. Carnoustie oh, yeah. is one of my favorites. Yeah. So, and yeah. I was very, very close of winning the yeah, open there. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll have another good shot at it then. Nice. We're nice. all rooting for you here. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. been, since the day you signed, the whole building's been electric with excitement. Thank you. I felt We're, it. Good. I felt it. Good, good, uh, good. You know, I've, uh, that's, not only the only reason, uh, because obviously uh, Callaway, it's it's a it's an amazing golf company and and global and everything, but the excitement that I felt with uh, from from everyone at Callaway, uh, that's that's uh, that's also one of the reasons why why we wanted to be uh, with the Callaway family. Nice. You know, we felt like uh, you know uh, that that was it was nice to feel that excitement from from a golf company and 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 to really see you know how how much they they wanted us to to be a part of it yeah i remember when you won in singapore there was like a bunch of us uh watching and and talking and stuff like that and we're like we got like we want to like congratulate him somehow <laughs> we want to do something and then like we all like recorded like a message and then we sent it over to you we were like we got to do something like we're so pumped yeah that was that was that was awesome thank you yeah. guys i i um I sent a text back. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was very uh, that was very unique. And uh, I told uh, I told I told my wife. Mm -hmm. I told uh, my managers. Obviously, you guys sent it to my managers too. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that, but uh, and I told my family. And 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 it was very special to to get such a such a good message yeah. from you guys and, no that's and, awesome you know, well we nice. hope there's a lot of messages this yeah, year yeah baby a <laughs> lot of them yeah i'm sure yeah. i'm sure there will be good. i know i think good, so good, too good. man i got yeah. some good some strong vibes going good. on right now so good yeah but we'll, uh listen we'll let you run thanks so much for Thank for you. stopping by the acclaimed fitting room podcast mm -hmm. he couldn't even wait to be on yeah. it after, <laughs> right after he picked the ball out of the cup <laughs> and the birdie on at augusta he couldn't wait <laughs> that's know? why we're here that's why the listeners listen all right all right so Sergio, we'll catch up with you down the road and uh good luck this season thanks, and uh thanks again very much thank you boys all right awesome